I'm always talking about how it is possible to change your life by just focusing on getting 1% better every day, how the little things really do add up, and that can be as small as integrating a new supplement into your day-to-day routine like Seed's DSO1 Daily Symbiotic. It helps benefit your gut, skin, and heart health in just two little capsules a day. I personally have loved integrating Seed into my day-to-day routine. My digestion has never been better. I feel so much better and I truly notice a difference when I'm not taking it. When I take it consistently, I feel so much better. My digestion is better and I've never really experienced something like this from a probiotic. So that's why I continually go back to seed and notice a difference when I stop taking it. Trust your gut with Seed's DS01 Daily Symbiotic. Go to seed.com slash Alana and use code 25ALANA to get 25% off your first month. That's 25% off your first month of Seed's DS01 Daily Symbiotic at seed.com slash Alana code 25ALANA. Thank you, Seed, for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. Turtles All the Way Down is the acclaimed number one bestseller by John Green, author of Anthropocene Reviewed and The Fault in Our Stars. Turtles All the Way Down is now streaming on Max. NPR called the novel a sometimes heartbreaking, always illuminating glimpse into how it feels to live with mental illness. Azah Holmes never intended to pursue the disappearance of fugitive billionaire Russell Pickett, but there's a $100,000 reward at stake and her best and most fearless friend Daisy is eager to investigate. So together, they navigate the short distance and broad divides that separate them from Pickett's son, Davis. Azah is trying. She is trying to be a good daughter, a good friend, a good student, and maybe even a good detective, while also living within the ever-tightening spiral of her own thoughts. Turtles All the Way Down is a brilliant novel about love, resilience, and the power of lifelong friendship. Buy your copy of Turtles All the Way Down in stores today and catch the movie streaming on Max. Thank you, Turtles All the Way Down, for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. Celebrity voice impersonation, not an endorsement. Why go to a single furniture store when you can go to Big Sandy Superstore? Shop and compare America's top five mattress brands, plus Nectar and Purple. And choose from over 22,000 in-stock appliances from the top brands at the guaranteed lowest price. Or furnish the room of your dreams with a large selection of American-built furniture. With financing plans for just about anyone, there's nowhere else quite like it. Big Sandy Superstore. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The following podcast is a Green Fresh Media production. Hello, good morning, angels, and welcome back to Morning Ray. I'm your host, Lanny, or Alana, whatever you want to call me. And this episode is with Trinity Tondelier. She is a fashion, wellness, lifestyle blogger on YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram. I absolutely love her content. I discovered her on TikTok. I was actually on her podcast a week or so ago, maybe two weeks ago. Um, It's the Wellness Cafe. It's a great podcast show overall. It's been trending in the top 40 in the Canadian Apple Podcast Education Top Charts 
it's mouthful which is insane it's a brand new podcast she's just killing it i think you are all really going to love this episode as i really enjoyed the conversation with trin and we talk about everything from dealing with negativity coping through depression and anxiety putting in habits to make your life better and to enable you to show up as your highest self and moving and living on your own and dealing with those obstacles. So I think you really are going to love the episode. But until then, let's get into our weekly intentions. So my weekly intention is to make three proper meals a day. I want to get back into cooking. I miss cooking and I feel like Emily Marchio, Marchio, Marico. I'm not sure how to say her last name. You guys know who she is. She's known for her salmon and rice bowls on TikTok, but I feel like I've heard a few people say this and it was something I definitely experienced before even hearing other people talk about it, like the jar and some other TikToker I saw talk about this. But Emily's content, I feel like it's going to be the reason that girls overcome or are intrigued to overcome diet culture and to forgo that restricted mentality. I feel like her content is so calming and reassuring and encouraging to take the time to make home-cooked meals and to nourish and fuel yourself properly and to not be fearful of normal food like white rice, red, mayo, things that have been classified in the past and currently as high fat or unhealthy or quote-unquote bad. And seeing her make these recipes on a daily basis and to always be cooking them and to be having normal size portions, actually quite large portions, which are very similar to the portions that I eat myself and have always like kind of felt guilty for because society has kind of like shown that like you should eat kind of like a squirrel and eat really small portions, but she just kind of brings comfort and confidence in being able to have these foods without feeling guilty and to be guilt-free. And I know my relationship with food has come a really long way, but I feel like she's encouraging me again to really take the time to not only cook home-cooked meals, but to not be afraid of food and to not be afraid of eating and fueling your body and enjoying your food and really just loving it. So if you haven't watched her content already, I highly, highly recommend. And if you feel this way about her content as well, feel free to DM me on Instagram, either at Lanny B Fit or at the Morning Ray Podcast slash, I think it's actually at Morning Ray Podcast or Morning Ray Pod um, on Instagram. I will forever not know what my Instagram handle is for my podcast, so please deal with that. It's linked in the show notes always. It's linked on my Instagram bio for at LaneyBeFit, which is the handle I do 100% know, but my weekly intention is to plan out sort of meals for the week, at least like dinner ideas and grocery shop accordingly, and I'm really excited about that because I really do love cooking. 
that kind of led me into the tip of the week, but it's to think ahead of what you want to have throughout the week and then to grocery shop accordingly. This way you are getting the ingredients that you need to make those recipes and you're being more intentional about your grocery shopping, which means one, you're going to be more efficient with your money and you're going to lower your chance of wasting food and your level of food waste throughout the week. I'm in a sociology of food and eating course and we just did an assignment where we had to do a food audit. So essentially like a what I eat in a day and discuss and become aware of the amount of food waste we had from creating our meals. What was it? Was it appeal? Was it because our appetite was full? Was it because we were no longer interested in eating it? Did us preparing it ourselves or someone making it for us change the amount of food waste we had? Did eating at home versus eating out or like at someone else's home impacted? I found it really interesting. So just to summarize, the tip of the week is to think ahead of what meals you would like to have throughout the week, maybe not necessarily to a tea what day you're going to make them, but just the type of meals and recipes you'd like to make and then shop accordingly. Then let's go into my current favorites. It's sitting in front of me. I just got this actually as of today. It's a lip gloss from the brand Say, S-A-I-E, and it is their really great gloss and easy, and I absolutely love it. It is a beautiful neutral pink, and it feels incredible on the lips. It's really moisturizing. It looks beautiful, and it's clean beauty. The packaging is stunning. Highly, highly recommend. I believe you can get it at I believe you can get it at Sephora in both the U.S. and Canada. I'm not sure about international. But the brand is Say, S-A-I-E. They did send it to me, but I'm obsessed. Like, I've had it for a few hours, and it's already on my current favorites. Another favorite of mine is the Ritual Co-app. This is only going to be for my Toronto babes, but essentially, it's a pre-order app. So, essentially, how you can pre-order your coffee at Starbucks on their mobile app, Ritual is, like, the same, but for anything. So, like, think Uber Eats, but walking for pickup. So right now they have a deal and they typically have these deals a lot with coffee or drinks and it's like $1 iced coffee in the summer. Right now it's $1 hot beverages. And a lot of the times when it's like that, it's only like Americanos or drip coffee, but because it's beverages, a lot of coffee shops, some of my favorite like Napa Social and Aretta Cafe, um, are offering lattes for a dollar and then it's only 75 cents extra for like almond milk or oat milk like a non-dairy alternative so it's like a dollar 86 with the tax for a latte which is normally like five or six dollars so i've been treating myself to that and it's fun because then you go and pick it up and it's a lot of fun another current fave i'm doing this totally on the whim are olivia polling's workouts from her hot girl i forgot what it's called hot girl something it's like her new ebook um olivia was on the pod before you can go and listen back to that episode if you haven't already but i've been doing her workout program i've officially completed one week of it and i'm obsessed like i'm actually obsessed the workouts are so effective and to be honest every single time i look at the outline of the workout i'm like oh this isn't going to be that hard like I can do all these moves. It doesn't seem that complicated, but because everything is supersets, it really gets you. And I've been really challenging myself by lifting heavier and really focusing on that mind to muscle 
connection, um, which I feel like is really starting to feel and show the difference. I've been doing that for a while now, um, but I definitely feel it. I'm definitely getting sore. I'm loving the workout so much. If you're looking for a new workout program, highly recommend Olivia's. You can find it on her Instagram. This is not sponsored at all. Um, Just a girl supporting her friends. And yeah, I've been loving that. So I've been doing like two days of that. So like Monday, Tuesday, I did Olivia's workouts. And then Wednesday, I ran. Thursday, which is today that I'm recording this, I did another one. Um, I started this workout program last Thursday, um, so a week ago. And so I'm planning to do like two days of workouts in the gym and then a day of running. I want to run two times a week. So that's like what my schedule looks like right now. Two lifting days followed by a running day and then repeat and then throw in a rest day whenever I feel that I need one ideally once a week, but obviously like it can't, I don't like to plan out my rest days really, unless it's like around like a hair schedule. For example, this week I'm planning it because I'm getting my hair dyed on Saturday at 9am. So like most likely not going to work out before then, just knowing me. Um, Because on the weekends, I do like to quote unquote sleep in. I sleep until like eight normally, but obviously I'm going to have to wake up a little bit earlier because I'm going to have to commute there. Um, But I'm so excited to dye my hair. You would have already seen it if you're following me on Instagram. I'm so excited for a little hair refresh. My hair has been feeling so healthy and thick and I'm excited to get a little bit of color on it. Obviously, I'm going to be taking care of the color and helping replenish it because coloring your hair can be damaging. Well, it is damaging, but I love it. It's an addiction. My mother said, and my sister, when when I was younger, I would always beg my mom to let me dye my hair. She's like, no, like not until you're 16. Like once you start, you can't stop. And mother, you were right. Sister, you were right. I'm addicted. I'm constantly going back and forth between being brunette and blonde. I definitely feel like my happy place is like balayage. I'm not super, super blonde or heavy in the front, but just like some dimension added to my hair. Like still could pass for a brunette, but I have like the lightness and fun of blonde thrown in there and it grows out, grows out super, super well. Um, super natural, no harsh roots or anything, which we love. It's a low maintenance hair color. My biggest pet peeve are roots and when I went fully blonde I think it's now like three years ago two years ago um in 2019 I hated when my roots growed out I just hated the line like I hated it even if I got a smudge I I couldn't do it um so balayage is my best friend and also like this is me being a little bit like open and honest on here I have been getting like random grays in my hair for the past like two or three years like one or two hairs but lately it's been so much more and I reached out to my mom and she's like it's genetics so thank you mama jojo for the early grays I'm only 22 honey like sis I thought I was only supposed to get grays when I'm like 30 so I'm gonna have to ask my hairdresser I'm going to Nick Park Hill Nicole Park um hill Um, She does Nissan Raiders hair, which I love. So I'm excited to be going to her. I'm going to her for the first time, but I'm going to have to ask my sis to help me with my grays because they're bothering me. I noticed when I went fully blonde, I no longer saw my grays. So maybe if I get baby lights, I don't know. We shall see. I will report back on next week's pod what happens with that. 
But let me tell you, it is a pain in the ass. But this intro is getting quite long. I've been recording for a little bit longer than I normally do for an intro, but it's really fun chatting to you guys. I don't know. If you have a podcast, then you know. Like, if you know, you know. And podcasting is kind of like a verbal diary in a way. I love it. It's an audio diary, an audiobook, if you will. Um, but I'm going to bring Trin, Trinity Tondelier. Sorry if I'm butchering your name. I suck at names and I really try not to be because it bothers me when people mispronounce my name. But I'm going to bring Trin onto the podcast. I hope you guys enjoy this episode and here's Trin. Hello guys. So I'm here with Trin. Welcome to Morning Ray. Hi, thank you so much for having me on. Thanks so much for coming on. How are you? I am I'm doing pretty good. A little bit of a stressful day, but we're fine. I'm ready to record. Let it out. How about you? I'm doing pretty good. I feel like school has definitely hit the ground running, so I'm with you on the mm-hmm. stressfulness. But <laughs> let's use this episode as a little therapy sesh and to kind of like unwind and I don't know, just like vibe it out. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I need right now. This is perfect. Yes. So for those who don't know you, who are you, where are you from, and what is your zodiac sign? Okay, so hi, my name is Trin. I'm 21 years old from Edmonton, Alberta, born and raised here, but soon to be moving. I'm so excited, finally moving to a big city, and my zodiac sign is Pisces but I honestly don't know, like I don't really know much about zodiac signs, but I know that it's like a water sign and I love the water. I used to be a competitive swimmer. That's all I know. (laughs) Wow. What was it like growing up doing competitive swimming? Like I feel like none of my friends were really into that. Most of my friends Mm -hmm. were dancers or they did gymnastics. Some of them played soccer, but for the most part they danced or they did nothing. So what was it like growing up doing competitive – was it competitive swimming? Yeah. Yeah, it was super competitive. And yeah, it definitely is different. My best friend and I both did it together, but we were definitely the only ones in school that did it. So we did – I don't know. I loved it, and then I feel like I started getting distant from it because so many people were like, oh, you swim? You know, people would definitely – like think it's odd that we were on the swim team but I loved it so much and yeah I wish I never stopped (laughs) what was the season like for like for dance we would start in the end of August and then train all fall and then in around like March till May we had competitions we typically do around like four to five competitions and then we'd have a recital um in June and then we were off for the summer Mm -hmm. like what did the season look like I'm so interested so we would start dryland training in maybe middle of July and August and then get back in the pool in September. And then you pretty much just go right into going to swim meets, like right after one practice, even if it was your first time. And then like, I want to say after Christmas, then that's when you would start training for provincials and nationals and the more serious meets. And then depending on how far you went with that, you'd usually end like beginning of summer too and have a couple of months off. <laughs> wow. And then how do they divide up like how you're competing? Is it by age? Is it like mm-hmm. um, boxing or whatever where it's like by like weight class? Like I guess like yeah. length class because like <laughs> your wingspan yeah. like 
I mean, it should be your length, but yeah, it's, um, so they split you, you just go with girls and then there's different age groups. So yeah. Yeah. That's so interesting to me. Um, Mm. so I discovered you from TikTok and I feel like we kind of like discovered each other. Um, Mm -hmm. but how did you get started on TikTok? Like what led you to decide from being just like a viewer and being on the platform? Um, to becoming a creator and putting your own content out there? Mm-hmm. So I feel like most of us took off on TikTok during quarantine, peak COVID. Mm-hmm. And I've always been super creative. I've had a YouTube channel forever and not even just digital art. I love physical art. I love painting, drawing, scrapbooking. My dad's an artist. So I've always been really creative So that was kind of my outlet during quarantine was creating videos. Honestly, like it made me excited to wake up even when there was not a single thing to do. Couldn't leave my apartment, Mm -hmm. my one bedroom apartment. But yeah, that's when I really started making content for TikTok. So yeah. And I feel like you've grown your platform quite quickly. I mean, it seems like on TikTok, everyone can kind of grow Mm -hmm. super quickly. Um, I feel like a lot of people are saying like you need to find your niche. Did you find the type of content that you wanted to create and decide that was your niche before like starting and putting it out? Or was it something that was more of like a trial and error process and you tried different types of content on TikTok and then figured out what you liked most, what did the best? Because I know like a lot of us are very like performance driven as well. So Mm -hmm. did you find your niche before you started or as you kind of started putting content out on that platform? Um, so I did like at first I was posting fashion videos and kind of like the lifestyle vlogs and yeah, definitely when I, when the like lifestyle vlogs got traction, I realized how much of an impact that was making and once I noticed that like that made a more that that had a bigger purpose than fashion content so that's Mm -hmm. when I started really leaning into that and realizing like oh this can actually make a difference when I started getting messages about how my content has motivated others like it's always been a passion of mine these healthy habits and like my healthy lifestyle journey has been a big part of my life but I didn't per se per se, like mean to share it. I kind of just fell into sharing it and I feel like it has a bigger purpose than like fashion content that I started with. Mm-hmm. I totally agree with that. Like I love looking at fashion content, but I feel like lifestyle and health and wellness definitely like motivates me and it gives me value. When I go on mm-hmm. to social media, I no longer really just want pretty pictures yes that's like a bonus and pretty videos very aesthetically pleasing yours are very aesthetically pleasing but they do motivate me and they show you good habits so what would you say are your top three to five habits that you practice pretty much every day and kind of like your reason behind it Mm -hmm. okay so Okay, I've actually never really talked about this as much, but the reason that I got into like healthy habits and all of this was because in high school, I didn't really take care of myself and my mindset and mental health was way lower than it is now. Mm -hmm. And I realized 
like I kind of fell into changing my lifestyle around once I noticed how big of an impact it had on my mental health and that it can completely change the way I view my life. So now these steps are what I do to kind of take care of my mental health. So that will include going for my hot girl walk. I love going Mm -hmm. for a walk, especially because I still am at home pretty much all of the day, every day. So I definitely need my like middle of the day hot girl walk to get some fresh air and that just like will reset my mind. And I used to be so dirty and unorganized and now I need to start every single day with like cleaning up, putting things in their spot so I have a fresh start to the day and a clear mind. So that has really changed. Like everything kind of works together that I'm saying to like contribute mm-hmm. to my overall well-being. So it's like go for a walk for fresh air, clean my space so I just see things more clearly and declutter my mind. And then I like to do some form of gratitude, whether that be just taking a moment to think about something I'm grateful for or writing it down in the five-minute journal. I really like that, but I'm not the best at writing it every morning. But mm-hmm. I do like to take a second to like regroup during the beginning of my day and just think of something I'm grateful for because that is something that I've got from my mom whenever I would be sad in high school or think that some little thing is the end of the world. My mom would always get me to see the bright side of things. So thinking of something I'm grateful for has really just helped me train my mind to be more positive throughout the day. And I've been working on that for like four or five years now. So it's still something that I like to do every single day. And yeah, those are pretty much my go-tos that just help me go into my day with a clear space and a good mindset and feeling good. I feel like we're pretty much one in the same when it comes to these healthy habits. I'm definitely someone that needs to move at some point in the day, preferably in the morning, if not midday, get outside, Mm -hmm. even if it's freezing cold outside in the winter I need to get some fresh air some movement and get away from my desk it's so important I really think the space that you're living in impacts the way that you feel both physically and emotionally and Mm -hmm. I need a clean space this weekend I deep cleaned my entire apartment and it feels so good and now I'm being so proactive about especially in the kitchen like I hear my mom's voice in my head about like wipe the counter after you cook yeah. in the kitchen and now like yeah. I'm doing it. And it just it makes you feel so much better. Like if you have clutter yeah. around you, your mind's going to be cluttered. Like you can't think clearly and you can't focus and you can't be fully present in what you're doing whether it's practicing gratitude or you're doing your assignment for school or you're on a call for work if your space around you is hectic and chaotic. Like Mm -hmm. you're not going to be able to really show up as your highest self every day. Um, And journaling, I think I spoke about this with you. I like fell off of it for a really long time and I've just gone back into it with the five minute journal. Am I perfect at doing it? No, but I feel so much better when I do do it. So I Mm -hmm. really do try to do that and practice gratitude. I have the I am app, which sends me affirmations. Um, some of which are focused around gratitude. So it's always nice to have that um, front of mind. And it's always reminding me, I think I have it set to like 10 times a day. So I have 10 different affirmations coming to me (laughs) constantly. 
But you spoke a little bit about your mental health journey. I want to dive a little bit deeper into that if that's okay with you. I know I've shared mm-hmm. mine on my platform and I'm sure my listeners would love to hear a little bit more about yours and the steps that you took to take you to where you are now besides just these little habits. Um, mm-hmm. So maybe like give us like your little story. When did you start to really be proactive about your mental health? Um, what are things that you do to, besides those few things to keep it really in check and any advice for maybe someone who might be struggling with their mental health and don't really doesn't really know what to do I feel like it's a common theme um, with the pandemic and everything that's gone on the past year and a half mm-hmm so we will rewind way back then to before I started this um I actually haven't like gone into depth about this before like my followers know that I haven't always had the same mindset I have, but yeah, in high school, I really struggled with my mental health, with depression and anxiety. Like I was unhappy. I was negative. I didn't really take care of myself. And come graduation, I decided to take a year off before going into university and being super busy can make it really easy to fall into a dinner time recipe rut, or even with your lunches, any meal honestly can get you into a rut, especially with a busy schedule this fall. You can keep mealtime exciting with over 40 recipes to choose from every single week, so there's always something delicious to discover with HelloFresh. It's truly a no-brainer. It does all the shopping and meal planning for you. Ingredients arrive at your doorstep pre-proportioned and ready to cook, along with pictured step-by-step recipe cards. It's never been easier. I personally love HelloFresh as a way to get exposure to new recipes, make my life a bit easier as a busy 20-year-old in the city. And I love that it's worry-free, it's super easy, it's convenient, and gets delivered straight to my door. Go to HelloFresh.com 50Ray and use code 50Ray for 50% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash 50RAE and use code 50RAE, 50RAE for 50% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. And thank you for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. Celebrity voice impersonation, not an endorsement. Why go to a single furniture store when you can go to Big Sandy Superstore? Shop and compare America's top five mattress brands, plus Nectar and Purple. And choose from over 22,000 in-stock appliances from the top brands at the guaranteed lowest price. Or furnish the room of your dreams with a large selection of American-built furniture. With financing plans for just about anyone, there's nowhere else quite like it. Big Sandy Superstore. I think after not having school, I realized that I was not taking care of myself and just very unhappy. Like I never cleaned my room. I never took care of my space. I always lost things. Like I was like complete opposite of how I am now. And Mm -hmm. I just was, I was tired of it. I was like, I knew something needed to change. And that was, what year was that? So yeah, that was 2018, 2017. That was 2017. So it has been like a work in progress since then. I definitely got motivated to start changing my lifestyle from watching other content creators and their morning routines and seeing like, oh, like 
wait, people like take care of themselves like this. Like maybe I should give it a try. So on top of that, like that's why I like to share my routines now because that did help me. But I also, when I realized that I needed help, I talked to my mom. I talked to my boyfriend. I've seen therapists. I think that going to therapy is really beneficial and that you shouldn't be Mm -hmm. scared to talk to anyone about it. So it's kind of a combination of all those things, really talking to loved ones that support you and a safe a safe place is really important. So if you have someone that you do feel safe to talk about how you're feeling and your mental health, I would definitely suggest not bottling it up because it's always better to talk to someone and let them know how you're feeling for those who may be going through this. So I did all those steps. And then I slowly just started, honestly, looking back now, it's hard to like pinpoint the exact moments, but I just slowly started incorporating small habits one at a time to try and contribute to overall wellness, whether it be like I started to just cook more for myself because when my boyfriend and I first moved out, we didn't really cook for ourselves. And it's like, so I'd start cooking for myself. I would start making my bed when I woke up, I'd start being better at cleaning. And it's like over time, all these habits started to stick. And there wasn't really like a light bulb moment, but all of a sudden I had these habits and I was better at taking care of myself. And I had reached out for support for mental health and all of that together combined, I feel like just completely changed my mental health. And I'm at a place today where I honestly never would have believed that I would be like in such a happy mindset. So I feel like it's all of that combined that's really helped me turn my life around. Wow, that's amazing. At any point, obviously, you don't have to answer this if you're not comfortable, but I know there's like a huge stigma around like going on medication for if you're like anxious or you have depression. Was that something you ever considered or did these habits that you slowly started to integrate into your life make it not necessary for you or even like a thought? Mm-hmm. So in high school, I did go on medication for like just like a low dosage for a small amount of time. And then I ended up and it did help. Honestly, like high school is like a little bit blurry. I don't like completely remember, but I know that I was on them for a little bit. I can't really tell you if it made a huge difference and helped or not because I don't really remember, but I do remember going off of it at some point. And then, yeah, honestly, I would say it helped. And then things got worse again. And that's when I kind of wanted to look elsewhere. So that's Mm -hmm. when I started realizing that I kind of have to work from within because I can go on medication again, but I still don't take care of myself. And Mm -hmm. I need to build the habits to learn how to do that. So, and it took forever. Like it's, this isn't, I'm not talking like a one month kind of thing. Like this is still Mm -hmm. something now, three, four years later that like, I'm finally at a place where it's like comes natural for me, but it took so long. Yeah. I feel like sometimes on TikTok and on YouTube and even on other podcasts, potentially, or just like social media in general, sometimes people can portray that it can happen really quickly and it can kind of just like happen overnight that you can really repair your mental health and get yourself into a much better state. For me, it didn't happen overnight. I think it took like a year 
Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't even tell you. Like there's no like distinct timeline. I don't think there ever really is. Like the only way is like if it was with medication and like suddenly like it instantly changed. But I even think like with medication, like you still need to take the the steps in your day-to-day life to implement those habits yeah. because like you said, like if you're taking the medication but you're you're still like neglecting yourself you're obviously not going to feel 100% even like someone who is like totally fine and not um, dealing with depression or anxiety or anything. If you're neglecting yourself, you're still not going to feel fine. Um, Mm -hmm. But just know if you're listening, like it doesn't just happen overnight. Like you need to be patient. Like patience is virtue. Like consistency is key. Like you just got to keep like implementing those little things day by day. Take it slowly. Like anything in life. It doesn't like Rome wasn't built in a day. Like you got to really build that foundation down and put in the work. And eventually like at one point in your life, you'll, you'll realize like, wow, look how far I've come. Like, look how far I've come from putting in the work by taking it day by day, by putting myself first and doing the things that make me feel my best, no matter what other people think. Um, I've noticed in my own life, I've noticed in my own life that sometimes when implementing these habits and starting to actually care for yourself and care about your health, whether it be mental or physical or both, um, sometimes there can be negativity around it. Ironically, a lot of people can say things like, oh, like she's not cool anymore. Like she like doesn't want to party all the time or Mm -hmm. she's taking care of herself. Oh, she's such a grandma. Like I feel like those sometimes happen. How do you deal with any negativity like that? Have you had to deal with any negativity like that, whether it be in your personal life or online through like YouTube comments, TikTok comments, Instagram comments? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so – I don't deal with that so much on socials, but definitely in my personal life. So about the time when I started making the lifestyle change and really putting in the effort to work on my physical and mental health, which, yeah, I love how you mentioned that it can look like it's fast on TikTok when you're just watching these videos. But yeah, definitely is something that takes time. So for everyone listening, like you will get there if you don't give up. And that's why I can't even really pinpoint the time that it really changed for me. I just knew that I decided to make a change for the better. And Mm -hmm. now here I am after four years of making those changes, like it slowly just starts to snowball. But, Mm -hmm. um, oh my goodness, I forget the question. (laughs) Dealing with negativity. Oh yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. So yeah. So when I started making the changes, I... Yeah, I had a friend group that was focused on partying and drinking and staying out late and our goals weren't really aligning anymore. And how I dealt with that is honestly, I found a whole entire new friend group and started hanging out with other people because you really have to surround yourself with people who are having the same mindset as you and the same goals and ambitious and the quote that says you become like the top five people that you surround yourself Mm -hmm. with. I truly think like that is so true. And if you're surrounding yourself with people who are like making fun of you because you want to go get a good sleep instead of going to the bar, like that's not, you don't need to surround yourself with people who make you feel bad about working on yourself because there are people who will support you 
and you'll find your people. So there's no reason that you should have to hang out with people who are going to make you feel like any sort of negativity. I'm so happy for the friends that I have in my life. And it may be hard to kind of cut off the people who don't support you. But honestly, that's how I deal with negativity. I just, I don't let it into my life. If you're going to be negative, I don't, like there's no reason why I should have to give you my energy. Like honestly, it may sound harsh, but it's if someone isn't mm-hmm. supporting you, like I just feel like there's no reason that they should be in your life. And now all those friends that like made fun of me and didn't support me and didn't have the same goals as me, Honestly, I don't talk to them anymore and I have new friends that love to wake up and work out and support me and don't say, oh, come on. Like the worst thing ever is the friends who try and guilt you if you don't want to drink or go out for pizza. It's like if Mm -hmm. I want to, it's like if I want to, I will. But right now I just know that it's going to make me feel gross and I don't want to eat it. It's not because like I'm not fun. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I went through that when I was at Laurier and It's fun in moderation, but to do it multiple times a week, every single week, it's not fun anymore. Like you start to feel kind of shitty. Well, not kind of. You feel shitty. And I think like anything into excess isn't good for you. Like I'm not saying that like I don't go out and I'm sure like you still go out sometimes. Like in August, I Mm -hmm. literally had like a month-long bender, but like – you eventually like come down and like you figure out what makes you feel good and why do you want to hang out with people that are constantly making you feel shitty about wanting to feel good like it's not a good environment to be on like negative negativity breeds negativity and like I'm very much like you like when someone's negative towards me like some when I was younger definitely took me a bit longer to cut them out but I feel like now Mm -hmm. it's like you're negative, like you have drama, you're not supporting me, like I'm not getting positive good vibes from you. I'm sorry, I can't really associate myself with you anymore. I'm not necessarily yeah. going to start drama over it. I'll still mm-hmm. be like an acquaintance to you and like nice to you if I run into you, but I just don't have the patience to deal with that anymore. Like I went through it and I dealt with it and I put up with it and I'm sure like you did that too with your friends and yeah. you realize like what it feels like to have friends that actually support you and ha- share values and share similar aspirations and lifestyles as you. And it it's so much more rewarding and it feels healthy and it feels good and it feels easy and it doesn't feel like you have to neglect a part of yourself that you really want to yeah. there's like, no, run with. Yeah, there's no reason to be stuck in – like an unhealthy friendship. You don't owe anyone anything. If you're listening and you have a friendship that you think isn't serving you, like you, honestly, it's harsh, but you don't like, you don't owe them anything. And if they're not making you feel good about yourself and not supporting you, yeah, like you said, it doesn't need to be drama, but you don't need to maintain a friendship that isn't really being positive. (laughs) Yeah. And if you like, don't really want to like make it so abrupt like you can slowly like distance yourself from that person like stop initiating the plans um make start initiating friends with plans with your new friends and eventually Mm -hmm. like you might just be like a little bit too busy for those friends and like if you ask like you can say like hey like honestly like I just feel like we're not really in the same place anymore it's no hard feelings 
just I don't feel like we're like vibing anymore. Um, Do you have any tips for finding friends um, that share similar lifestyles and aspirations? Like what was the way in which you went about it? Mm -hmm. So my friend group right now, we were like I knew them all through high school, but we kind of formed as a group through having university classes together and then you'd be like hey you want to go to the gym oh like absolutely and then you just find more like you know just ask like just ask someone if they want to do something you're interested in like hey do Mm -hmm. you want to go to a spin class and if they want to they'll say yes and then it just kind of went from there like I realized that my best friend had the same hobbies as me and enjoyed the same healthy routines as me and we kind of just clicked and I just you know just reach out and ask like if someone wants to go work out with you because you never know and then we kind of motivated each other from there to keep going and it became addicting to be like workout buddies and feel good and then still like party like 20 year old 20 year olds should but yeah Mm -hmm. I don't know (laughs) I was listening to an episode of What We Said. Um, It's JC Marie and Chelsea Jade's podcast, and they had Kenzie Elizabeth on, and they were asking her about how she has made friends because, like, she moved to Texas, um, Mm -hmm. and then she also – she's, like, moved around a lot. And obviously, as a young adult, especially, like, going into, like, post-university or even, like, university in, like, upper years, um, it can be hard to make friends because everyone kind of has their friend groups – and it can be a little intimidating, but she said all it takes is one person. It's like it's mm-hmm. kind of like you get like your one like win um, and like that person knows other people and they probably know people that are like like-minded to them. So then that like creates more opportunities to meet new people. So if you're listening to this and you feel kind of stuck with your friend group and you're looking for people that are more like-minded, it really only takes one person and the worst thing is – if you ask them to for, to go to a workout class or a spin class or to grab a juice or a smoothie or or study at a coffee shop, the worst thing that can happen is they say no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all it was, was it took one, hey, do you want to work out before class? And then we kind of never stopped. And then other girls started joining us. And now we have a group of five of us who are ambitious and goal-driven and support each other and there's no drama. So your people are out there and yeah, who knows? Maybe all it takes is just one question to someone in your class. Mm-hmm. And good friends are so worth it. Trust me, I've had shitty friends. I've had friends that don't meet me halfway and having mm-hmm. friends now that go the extra mile for me as I would go for them and share similar values and aspirations. It's like a whole other world of friendship. It's crazy. Yeah, I feel like surrounding yourself with like-minded friends who truly 100% support you it can honestly change like your life surrounding yourself with people who are supportive and reach out first or like you know equal amounts of reaching out and reaching out first it just yeah Mm -hmm. it changes your life and your people are out there so there's no reason why you should be stuck in friendships that you feel like are bringing you down Mm -hmm. for sure um so we are both living on our own away from our parents homes Mm -hmm. any tips for moving in on your own I know you're also in the process of moving again if I'm not mistaken um Mm -hmm. 
So if you want to share a little bit about that, I know I got asked a lot of questions and I feel like everyone Mm -hmm. has like their method. So give us like the rundown on like living on your own, creating a safe space um, and even like setting up routines in a new space. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I am in the process of moving again, which is going to be super exciting, but that's all I'm going to say for now. But yeah, my boyfriend and I have been living together for three years. So I never really moved out. Like I've never had a place on my own. It's always been with him. So I feel like that was even more of a struggle moving out straight from parents to living with your boyfriend because um, for one, he's a boy and super messy. So it wasn't, (laughs) so it wasn't, we definitely had a super rough start. So if you have just moved out on your own and things are not going as planned or super easy like that is no stress it just takes some time to get used to new routines and the new swing of things it took us so long to finally be able to live together and have new habits together so my tips for moving out on your own is like I said don't stress it will come with time if you just keep practicing and it's definitely going to be scary at first but focus on I'd say focus on your biggest like issue first and just commit to one thing. So if you're just moving out on your own, cleaning up our place was something that was really hard for us. So we just would make a commitment to do the dishes every single night after cooking dinner and not let ourselves go to bed without doing that. And then it became natural over time. So if you're having trouble like taking care of your place, it can definitely be daunting to feel all this responsibility at once. So I feel like just working on one thing at a time, not stressing yourself out and yeah, you'll get the hang of it. It definitely takes time. That's my biggest thing is I feel like everything just takes time. Nothing is going to be perfect at once and it definitely is going to be scary to move out, but it's so worth it to find your independence and way of living alone. It's super rewarding. (laughs) Would you have any recommendations or tips I feel like a lot of people worry about the financial part of moving out um do you have any like tips that like you give to your friends when like they're moving out or like when you're just discussing like I don't know me and my friends discuss finances um Mm -hmm. but do you have any tips for like making rent on time and like budgeting out groceries like are there any rules or Um, protocols or things that you do to ensure that you're not stressed about it? Mm -hmm. So the first thing that comes first is always making sure um, that bills are going to be paid because that's obviously the most Mm -hmm. important. So budgeting that out right away and just when you get paid, put it aside to make sure that bills are covered. And then I don't have a, we don't have a strict budget for groceries and stuff, but just trying to be mindful and I am really big on just eating everything that we have in the fridge. I hate, I hate with a passion wasting food. It just, for some Mm -hmm. reason, drives me crazy. So that's kind of, we'll try and be mindful of groceries, but I always, to save money there, if I have something to eat in the fridge, that gets eaten first so that we're not overspending on food or wasting food. So that is what we do for food. And then, yeah, just making sure that bills are budgeted out, make a budget and know how much you're going to be coming in, coming out every month and splitting it up to make sure that you have that. 
And also before you move out, just making sure that you have, like I'd suggest, a, I don't know, I'm not a financial advisor, but I feel like it's a good, <laughs> I'm like, don't take this too seriously. But like, I like to have three months of backup rent saved mm-hmm. up also on top of move out costs, just in case something were to happen. And then furniture wise, obviously, if you need to get all of that, don't stress about getting it all at once and just focus on the important things. And then Mm -hmm. because decor can get expensive so fast. So it's like, yes. (laughs) And like the stuff we have now, we've been accumulating for three years. So don't expect to have like the perfect everything all at once. It's like buy one thing here, put it on a Christmas wish list or, you know, don't expect to mm-hmm. and don't feel like you have to get everything at once because that can get so expensive. So just focus on everything that you need and then slowly start getting the rest of it when you can afford it. Don't try and stress yourself out and buy it all at once because I don't think anyone does that. <laughs> I feel like only um, like I feel like on YouTube when you watch like moving out vlogs and like moving whatever moving vlogs everyone's apartment is like perfectly curated and they have like everything put in place but it's really not the reality of it for most people unless Mm -hmm. like you're able to you have that cash to flow um I personally don't and I feel like a lot of like (laughs) young individuals don't so like go for like the main things that you need like you're gonna need a bed you're gonna need a couch hopefully a desk or especially because everyone's working at home um, mm-hmm. have your kitchen essentials, like your cutlery and your plates. I'm with you on the groceries, especially cause I have a grocery store underneath my building. I buy as I need and I try to finish everything before I buy more. Um, mm-hmm. and I just like, I don't have a strict budget with groceries. I feel like if I was super strict with everything, I'd feel restricted and that would make me stressful. So obviously I'm like, I'm aware like you um, and I'm like conscious of my spending, but I'm not like, mm-hmm. oh my God, I spent like $5 more than my budget. Like the world is like collapsing. Like I have yeah. enough money to pay my rent. <laughs> I have enough money to pay my bills. I'm aware of how much approximately I can spend and ha- what I'm comfortable spending with. Um mm-hmm. But great points. Also, I agree. I would say like around like three to like 12 months of rent before you move out um Mm -hmm. and you can always like add to it later that's kind of like a rainy day fund I like to call it um just like in case god forbid like you don't lose your income or like something happens it's always nice to have that like little cushion of comfort but great tips we're gonna wrap this up Trin, what is one piece of advice you want to leave the audience with if they didn't listen to anything in this episode today and they take this one point or quote, you can give a quote as well, what would it be? Um, okay, the biggest thing that I like to, well, if you listen to my podcast, I say this all the time, but hopefully you haven't heard me say this before, but my one main thing is just to live your life for yourself. If there's something you want to do, if there's a goal you want to go for and you're scared, you are ready right now and just start going for it. You have one life and the worst thing you can do is just not do something because you're scared of failure. The only failure is something you didn't go for. So 
go for what you want, chase your dreams, everyone can get there, and live your life for yourself only. I love that so much, and I live by that too, and I'm constantly reminding my friends, just try, just go for it, and plug yourself out. Where can the listeners find you if they're not following you, listening to you already? Mm -hmm. So Instagram, TikTok, YouTube is all Trinity Tondelier. Tondelier is T-O-N-D-E-L-E-I-R. That is a mouthful. (laughs) And then my podcast is the Wellness Cafe podcast, and you can listen to that anywhere that podcasts are found. And And I I have an episode. (laughs) Yes, I have an episode on there too. So everything will be linked in the show notes below if you missed anything. But thank you so much for coming on Morning Ray. You're welcome back anytime. And I hope that all of you guys enjoyed this episode. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe as it really helps support Morning Ray. I love you guys so much, and we'll chat soon. Bye, guys. Bye. Celebrity voice impersonation, not an endorsement. Why go to a single furniture store when you can go to Big Sandy Superstore? Shop and compare America's top five mattress brands, plus Nectar and Purple. And choose from over 22,000 in-stock appliances from the top brands at the guaranteed lowest price. Or furnish the room of your dreams with a large selection of American-built furniture. With financing plans for just about anyone, there's nowhere else quite like it. Big Sandy Superstore. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.